Robbie. Yo. Are you fired up about our new official title sponsor? I really am excited. Bro, we talking Level Up Gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. Have you ever heard of them, Robbie? I haven't. Bro, I just bought a new house. No joke, no game. I called the competition. I can't get a call back. Won't give me a free estimate. Can't make time for me. I'm talking about Level Up Gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. They don't care if you live in Lake Charles. They don't care if you live in New Orleans. They don't care if you live in Alexandria. They're going to give you the free estimate. They're going to give you the personal touch. They're going to make sure you get what you need to succeed because level up gutters, they're winners. And winners win. Winners win. Go like level up gutters on Facebook. The phone number you need to call if you want that free estimate is 337-257-5149. That's 337-257-5149. Don't forget, winners win when you level up. Level up gutters. Surprise, motherfucker! We're back. We're back. Moomaw. Yes, sir. Little bonus episode for the boys? Yeah, a little bit of a bonus. Sneaking it in on them. Yeah. Not, it's not, we're, we're not calling, midweek is the mine and Jay's thing. Uh, this is a bonus episode. Robbie, I told the boys on Sunday, I said, uh, guys, this Manti Teo documentary, it's too big to go unnoticed. And that's a, uh, that's a, that's a that's a part of this podcast. Well, if something's too big, we will talk about it. Whether it be Manti Teo documentary, whether it be the NBA Finals we've done, we've done Stranger Things, Brittany Griner, Johnny Depp. Yep. If it's big, we will talk about it. And so, why not have a little thirty minute bonus episode about the Manti Teo documentary? Because chances are, people you've watched it. So, Moomaw, have you ever heard of Manti Teo coming into this? Never in my life. <laughs> I had zero idea who this dude was. What did y'all think the show was actually about? Like, you, you saw it. I told y'all to watch it. What did you think you were getting into? I mean, the, the, all I knew about it was it was something about football and a girlfriend that did not exist. I didn't know anything about that part. Football. Football dude. Yeah, that was all, that was all I knew. I mean, I knew his girlfriend was twisted into it somehow, but other than that, I didn't know anything. Okay. And uh, I think this is going to be a really cool getting a perspective of uh, – Two guys, uh, Robbie, you're how old? 22. Mumal? 21. Getting a perspective of uh, two guys who didn't live it. Y'all have a clear concept of y'all had no understanding of any of this, and you'll get just your judgment on it and because we're tainted by it. If you were around in college football in 2012, there was nothing bigger than this. It was Johnny Football was taking over the scene and Manti Teow and Brian Kelly taking Notre Dame 12-0. Not a big deal. Love you, Brian. Mm, we need, got him now. Need you this Sunday. Love you so oh much. My God. <laughs> need you Sunday, need Brian. Him. So it was nothing bigger than that at the time. And 
and it, it goes. It was so massive. I, I just want y'all to try to grasp how this is all you heard about. It cycled the sports. Twitter wasn't as big then, so everyone it was on like every news channel. Correct. You got your, most of your info still on TV now. It's not like that. We get most of our info now through our phones mm-hmm. and Twitter and social media. Oh yeah, but like realistically, how long did that go on for? The whole football season for real. He found they found out the third game in like so mid September. And they played in the Natty in January. Well, I know he talks about it sometime about like it lasting at least like two, two to three years in the NFL. Like it, like kind of being like his fucking ghost. It like was in his back. It was, dude. People, dude, <laughs> oh, you can still see a meme me. about it like today. Like it's it, it is a part of culture for the rest of time in my lifetime. Just no different than like OJ Simpson. It's there. It's not going anywhere. No. So, all right. My next my next question or my next thought I had note I had was. Manti got catfished before catfishing was even catfishing. I said, <laughs> Robbie, so have you ever been catfished? I have not. Mumo? Never. And if I, you know, I say I feel like I was attempted to be catfished. Oh, yeah. Oh, tell but, the story. Multiple but, times. you know, me being me, you got to, like, you got to prove to me that you're actually a human being. Absolutely. Y'all were raised in the fire of social media. Yeah. You could be a fucking robot for all I know. Yeah, so the, y'all were raised in the fire of social media. Y'all know how to weed through it real quick. Yeah. If they can't find some way to Snapchat you, FaceTime you. Now you're like, you look at your mutual friends. Like, you can still get ads on Facebook today. You click on the profile. There's a, the hottest girl you've probably ever seen in your life. Yeah. And she has six friends. And you're like, okay. Her snap score is three. Yeah. She says, <laughs> hello, hubby. Hey, sweetheart. Yeah. Hey, this oh, is how. Give me this a is break. how um, I still get like one of those a day. <laughs> this is how un, like, unbothered I was with uh, college football and in the NBA, NFL, and all that, that in around 2012, 2013, I was playing Farmville and Farmtown on Facebook. Dude, I was playing <laughs> Sunny Christ. Beach on Facebook. Dude. In 2012, yeah. I was. Okay, so 2011, LSU lost the national championship. We went 13-0 and mm. and lost a natty to Alabama. Mm. So, I mean, I am all in on LSU. We just <laughs> lost a natty, and I'm thinking, this is 2012. I'm like, oh, oh we getting it this year. We back. Here we go. We end up losing a close game to Alabama. They make the national Did championship. Did they play Notre Dame that season? Who, LSU? Yeah. No, we did not. We played Alabama, by the way. Y'all saw what Alabama did to Notre Dame in the natty. Oh they beat God. us by like a touchdown. Really? <laughs> I mean, that's just the ebbs and flows of being an LSU fan, man. It was 42 to 14. That's exactly what the score that's was. Unbelievable. All right. So, the, to, to show you that cat, Manti got catfished before catfishing was catfishing, the show Catfish on MTV premiered November the 12th, 2012. And... Whenever we'll get into the characters here in a second, but all this was happening the early fall of 2012. So she was really a trendsetter in this bitch. Mm-hmm. She was doing things unheard. She mentioned yeah, on the no. show, Moomaw said earlier when we were talking pre-show, like you see all those moves and all those things they've done on Catfish. I've done all that before. Yep. Every excuse she, you she got. She was the yeah. OG Catfish. She was. So whenever they said uh, this is. After this all transpired, we're going to break down the episode next, but whenever they said his girlfriend was fake, I thought he lied about the entire thing. In 2012, you got to go back and I heard, man, Tatiao, girlfriend's fake. You think like he didn't have much game and couldn't get a girl, so he just made one up? I, I, I was thinking, well, I thought he was lying for the publicity because the yeah. publicity was so huge. I thought he was just a genuine liar and it was a, his grandma really died, but he lied about his girlfriend to make it even more of a sob story. And to me, he come off as phony. Really? In general, just because I he was mean, kind, of corny, kind of a corny religious dude. You know, like, mm. to me, I just see those guys, and I'm like, oh, you corny. Shut the fuck up. You know, yep. choir boy. But, like, realistically, like, his grandma, his grandma died. His grandma and died. And everyone talked about his girlfriend. 
Yep. Like how how bad do you think that really made him feel that like his kind of his grandma kind of just like nobody fucking talked about him. His well, parents were probably peace. talking no about one, his fucking rest girlfriend. in peace, grandma. Mm-hmm. And, this, and all that. Like this podcast is a pro manti grandma. <laughs> like, we're for grandma. Thank you, grandma. Grandma was fuck, probably fuck a his savage. Girlfriend. Oh no doubt. So let's get into the uh, the girlfriend. So he meets a girl named Lene Kikua. Very pretty. Oh, did I get that right, Robbie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it right. How's it say? Say it. Say it for me. Lene Kakua. Lene Kakua, a very pretty Polynesian girl who Robbie said she's really like a six. I don't think she's that pretty. Well, five and a half, six. Around. And so, my counter to that would be say she is a five or six. I think she's a six. He was so wrapped up in the Polynesian culture because that was their life, and I think that it was more about them relating on that, you know. Which yeah. to me, like when you meet a girl with a personality and she's a six, she's really an eight. Her being Polynesian, right. she was a six or a seven, and probably a nine to him. Yep, and, and he he even said that like all the red flags go out the window when you you're when you're Polynesian. Like the, the dad, even yeah. the dad, even who was skeptic about the situation, said part of the reason I trusted them. I talked on the phone with several different people, yep. and they were a Polynesian family, mm-hmm. and that meant something. That's crazy. Yep, Christ, even Christian and Polynesian, that, so, and that that's what Matateo liked. Fact. So. Uh, he meets the girl on uh, Facebook, Lene Kakua, who is actually Renaya Tuiasosopo. I, I know I butchered tough, that. Tough name. Tough name. My bad. So, uh, Renaya, is, uh, he was raised in a football religion family. That same, that same Polynesian, forgive me, I don't, I don't uh, you know, not understanding of all that culture, but that same uh, breed of Football, religion, family. It is so tight and yet. I mean, the dude was a high school quarterback. Renaya was. Who mm-hmm. ends up being uh, Naya. So, the boy is a, probably a good athlete. His dad played for... He had uncles in the NFL, and his dad played at USC or somewhere. You know, they're all... The whole family is no. absolute freak show athletes. His uncle was the backup quarterback. Shout out Matt Berry. He reminded me of this on Facebook. His uncle was the backup quarterback of the Raiders. I mean, this is a fucking... Nene come from a freak show athlete family. Nene really didn't give a fuck about sports. Mm-mm, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. So, Renaya is actually a transgender female called Naya. <clears throat> and they didn't know that recording this. They did. They, that was the first thing that popped up. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck's going on off the top? What did they say, Mumal? Like, before uh, we recorded, we didn't understand. They didn't know that Renaya or Lene Kakua or... What? No, no, no. Renaya was actually transgender. A transgender female. Yeah. <laughs> I had to look it up and make sure I'm saying the right things. She is con- she, she is a transgender Ooh, female. She's a big one. She thick. <laughs> she thick boy. Thick girl. Excuse me. 2022. I want to support her decision. So it shows in depth on how Naya did all the voices. That's crazy, by the way. She's laying in a hospital bed with an oxygen mask. <laughs> she would be like, hold on. Hold on, it's her, it's her brother. Um, oh, let me give the, let me put the phone beside her head. <laughs> just think and like it was him, Darth all, Vader. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like Man, Manti, Lene, and he goes, "Baby, I'm here for you." And yeah, and he's so ignorant. The whole, you know, he's so yes. <sighs> and and then what what actually blew my mind is whenever uh she got brought on Doctor Phil. Oh, and, and, and uh, they, Dr. Phil's like, I had 7,000 analysts take, take yeah. note of her voice. Yeah. And this is, is like one in a, one in a they million. They put it behind like a little screen. It turns out he is that bitch. 
<laughs> and Dr. F- and she was like, Dr. Phil, I'm a big b- girl. I yeah. you could need to give me a bigger couch so I can be comfortable. Yeah, I got to get oh in the, I gotta She get said in she would lock herself in room, dark rooms and do all this. Like these voices like in voicemails and stuff. Dude, that gives me the creeps, bro. It was a weird situation. <laughs> that gives me the creeps. He was a savage. I mean, he was an actual Academy Award winning savage. Oh, my God. Being able to play all these parts. So it shows in depth on how uh, he did all the voice. She, Naya, N- Naya did all the voices. Even had the little cousin in on it. Did y'all see that? I seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, cause what happened? Mumal did. Renai went to meet Manti Teo, right, and brought yes. the girl, the the niece, mm-hmm. and the niece was like, "Yeah, Aunt Lene," and that's not even a real person. Mm-hmm. Like, they got a Care Bear and oh, Manti Teo. Yeah, yeah, Build a Bear. But Manti Teo knew Renai personally. Like, it wasn't like but, some fucking no, unheard thing. No, but he saw him on many, he saw on Facebook that he was a cousin and yeah. he was in contact with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knew of him, but whenever they went and met or whatever, yeah. <laughs> give him the fucking build a bear. And Renaya hugs Mantateo and everything. And, and I remember, like, uh, what's, what's her name now? Naya. Naya. She, uh, she was like, oh, that was the first time I actually got to hold him. Yeah, I felt his embrace. Yeah. Mad res- Netflix had to break the bag out for her to tell the story, oh right? Oh, my God. I mean, the bag. Netflix got money. I know y'all see stats of what they pay Chappelle and what they pay these comedians, and they got Adam Sandler doing movies and Kevin Hart doing movies. I mean, they pay. They had to have give Nene. Oh, yeah. Naya. Quarter million? I bet a milli. A milli? I bet a milli. I, I bet it is. They knew this thing was going to be big. This was such a big story in 2012, and it's. I think it's. it's obviously killing it right now. How much do you think fucking uh if I'm Manta, Manta dude. Teo wanted to whip her ass? Oh my when they were when they were recording all that and she was finally given like the full blown story and everything. What a selfish ass bitch, by the way, I must say. Break it down. That's how you feel. Naya was she was definitely selfish. Oh my fucking god, that's all I could think about through the whole show. We're we're gonna talk about that in just a little bit. So he gets the call after he's been at Notre Dame a couple years that she got in a wreck. And while she was barely breathing, it would always be the brother who hands the phone. So like we talked about, this was all Naya saying, here, it's my sister. I just did a Mexican accent. <laughs> it's my sister. <laughs> I said sister. <laughs> um, I can't Man, we're a, getting flagged. She's on the emergency table right now. I can't do a Samoan accent. Here's, here's my sister. <laughs> and she would do the bane like... I'm a transgender. <laughs> 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 we're getting flagged. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a dick. Don't you know? <laughs> oh, man. <die. laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I love it. That's perfect. Oh, fuck, man. So she's uh, barely breathing. And then, and, and then this is how evil or how, or how really kind of in a dark way how talented Naya was. He'd hand the phone back to the brother. It's she. all Naya. She and Naya would say, "That's the the nurses are saying this is the most response that she's ever had." Oh yeah, and he's like, and Manta said it was like, you know, just hearing that just made me feel like I had that effect because on some other human. I have written in my notes, Manta thinking he's fucking Superman and holds the power to life. <laughs> he's so right? he's so naive, and, yes, and he is an all he's ever been told his whole life is how great he is, how awesome he is. His whole life. I could not imagine how, I mean, I've seen it. I've, I've seen professional athletes completely lose perspective. 
because all they're surrounded by people who only suck their dick, mm-hmm. who never challenge them on anything, and you lose perspective. And on top of that, he was deep in religion. He was Mormon. Mm-hmm. Deep in that Samoan culture of all they knew, he, he mentioned on there, I, I watched 10 minutes of it a second right before y'all got here, that, you know, all we ever knew growing up is everyone in our neighborhood, he said, whenever I knew there was a girl from California who was showing attention to me. Oh, yeah. They did say that. Like, he was so naive, dude. So, anyways, he thinks he's fucking got a higher power. Yeah. And his football, his uh, his tackling ability was able to help her breathe yeah. <laughs> through the phone somehow. Oh, that's so cringy to me. God. Well, anyways, and on top of that, while she's recovering and he's calling her every day, then all of a sudden they find out she's diagnosed with leukemia while she's in the hospital. Oh, yeah, by the way. By the way, I got leukemia. <laughs> Mumal, are you... If you're him, are you getting kind of surely by then you're starting oh to get a little God, sus, come right? On, dude. I mean, you would think, but going back to the Polynesian thing and being so I don't give a blinded. fuck, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he don't get a hall pass for yeah, it, we but we're, that, we're saying yeah. why. Yeah, like, yeah, we're not I, giving I, him a hall pass. I don't even. I don't care what religion you're in. You have to like start piecing things together. Like, I haven't seen this girl one time other than all these pictures on Facebook. Doesn't update her pictures, blah, blah, blah. Like what? Can you Facetime me? Oh, my camera's yeah. broken. And, and what's crazy is, is like the his best friend that that also was in the uh, his partner, the yeah. white guy who yep. went to high school with and went to Notre Dame. By the way, he must have been a dog, low key. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Th- you I don't notice know. he went to Notre Dame? Yeah, I don't yeah. know if he went anywhere after that though. No, no, no. But just in general, like you, mm-hmm. they both took scholarships to Notre Dame. I mean, yeah. But no, he was even talking like, oh, he was sus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was super sus because. Yeah. They they would sit there and he would get phone calls like Manti would get fucking phone calls from Naya mm-hmm. and they would talk on the phone and he and like they would play video games. Did you yeah? Did you hear that they would be playing Madden and they would yeah. have a speakerphone? Yeah. Speakerphone and no one knew. And by the way, hey, no shame. She had a hot voice. I am not joking. Not not the one you heard on Doctor Phil. When I hear those voicemails and I close my eyes, <laughs> I genuinely think that's a that was an attractive female voice. Yeah, how can you can roast yeah, me? I'm, I don't I'm, give a. Um, I'm not denying. I was not, not support that. You did. You don't. You didn't think that she. Robbie, had, Robbie, I can't. Don't even think about. Don't even. Think I can't about not what we think about know it. About it. I, I'm sorry. I just can't help it. Okay. I th- I know that it is. Was God Jesus? Put yourself 20, in 2020. that. Put yourself in that moment though. Whatever. You know what? I can't even say anything. Canceling. <laughs> canceling. Jesus. Canceled. Christ. Robbie's canceled. God, who's gonna take Robbie's spot on the podcast? Naya. Yep, we're gonna invite Naya. <laughs> We can't even get her name. She can do my voice. Naya. We've called her Nene. We've called her Naya. We've called her Nanaya. What's their actual name? Ranaya. Ranaya, but Rania. she goes as a transgender female. I'm trying to be serious. She uh, it's called, she refers to herself as Naya. Yeah. We're going to try to get that right. This is not the pussy you're looking for. Okay, and we're canceling it. <laughs> All right. So she gets diagnosed with leukemia. Then right after that, he decides to come back for a senior year. Right after that. He's having a monster senior year. And before week three. Savage. Savage. Monster. And before he's a, everyone's going into the season, he's coming back for a senior season. He's going to be a first rounder next year. Week three, they're playing Michigan State, who was ranked higher than them at the time. I think they were ranked 19th or 20th, and Michigan State was ranked like 10th or 12th. Uh, Naya dies on that same day as Grandma. And so my question I have for y'all, did y'all low-key see the voicemail where she called him and was like, I don't know who answered your phone. 
Oh yeah. And I don't care who it was. You've just, made your decision. You've made your decisions. Because it's because mm-hmm. he was being dry with her and like being one worded with her throughout that. I just went back and watched that one scene, and he was like, I had a I had an entourage around me everywhere I went. I it show it referenced him becoming very famous, big man on campus, mm-hmm. getting major. I mean, he was on ESPN when he announced his fucking decision to come back a senior year. He was becoming the man, and and he said there was rough patches of them. So what that tells me. This is just my opinion, and I want y'all's take on it. Mumo, you go first. Did she kill herself to try to grab his attention or to try to get at him? Um, I think that she kind of realized that it was going too far, and then okay. she was like, "Man, this really needs to stop." Okay. So I think she killed her, and then, well, we we talk about the rest of that after Robbie answers. Robbie, do you feel like what was the reason she decided to die at that moment? I think it's because she wanted his attention back. And then one way? And she was going to get it one way or the other. Because if she does die, guess what? He can still be the brother mm-hmm. and be like, oh, and talk through and yeah, still get The his niece and the whatever. Everything. I agree. So I have in my notes, uh, I feel like he was the biggest thing on campus. And she was like, oh, you don't fuck with me anymore? Now I'm going to die, bitch. That's exactly what like dudes what would I, do or girls would do. Like you say, you break up with your ex or whatever, and you're like I'm making a scene. You just send them a snap of you holding a, a, a rusty spoon, and you're just like, I don't know how I'm gonna live without you. Oh yeah, he, he was make a scene. I should just drive into this tree right now. Instead, oh, she was like, God. I'm just gonna fake die real quick. So she died of leukemia. Piece of shit, by the way. Piece of shit. Every time he got on TV after that, I don't, I, I do blame him. I, I don't blame him because he, that's who he is. He was a goody goody. He was a church guy. He was a. Maybe he didn't even know that there was bad people in the world. He was that ignorant and that naive and that, you know, I, I yeah. truly believe that. Uh huh. Me too. I know people like that. I know people who see the good in everyone when I'm, I'm suspect about everybody. I think about bad shit first. Anyway, suspect of me. Of me. I am, and I love you, and I still don't even trust you. Just joking. <laughs> but also, I'm not joking. All right, so. <laughs> mm, yeah, clear your throat, dumbass. Sorry. Oh, fuck you, goddamn. So every time he got on TV, every reporter asked him about that, and it was a major story every day. I get so annoyed. Every, dude, every weekend, I'm just all, same shit I am now. I love it. I live for it. Every Saturday, I'm watching it all day, and it's and they beat somebody they weren't supposed to beat. Manti was the hero, and. I just dedicate this game to my grandma and my lover. Oh, my God. The last thing she told me was, I love you. I love you so much. And ESPN, NBC, ABC, everyone is just. (laughs) 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 Every dude, it was on. It was. Did it get tiring? It pulled on your heartstrings, though. Did it pull on your heartstrings? I I hated Notre Dame anyways. Let's still love you, Brian Kelly. I hated Notre Dame anyway. Oh, so oh, no, you I hated used Notre to Dame. Hate. Absolutely. You used to hate Brian me Kelly. And Jay, me and Jay talked on the phone an hour ago. We both were like, yeah, we fucking hate. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck Brian Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> we need you, BK. We love you, BK. We need you Sunday. If you're, if you're listening to this, BK. <laughs> yeah, Brian Kelly on his way home. He lives. I, I'll show you all his house on Google Maps after this, really. Remind me of that. Okay. And uh, he lives two miles from the stadium mm-hmm. on uh, University Lake on a beautiful point. And uh, you can see his the stadium from his house, and he just and he drives a Tesla, which where he lives, not like you need gas, you know, he can go forever probably on a Tesla. Well, anyways, so he gets up and uh on Saturday and he's headed to the stadium. He's like, yeah, I better turn on Winter's Win. <laughs> these these six <laughs> yeah. drunks from Southwest yeah. Louisiana, I really care about what they think. <laughs> they don't know a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, his undefeated season, 
He he has the undefeated season, and right before the Heisman, which is at the end of the year, but before the national championship, uh, she the bitch comes back to life. Like the Undertaker. <laughs> was, like, he is shook, by the way, right? I mean, okay, was, he just had the year of his life. The and she, and the Renee Renee no yeah Renee calls and says, no it's me and no it's actually yeah she, it, it, she does the voice Dude, yeah, at that does, point she says me it's me like Manta he kind of has a little bit of a realization he's like you know there's no way show me you show me this throw up what I do you know he it seems like okay now you finally have common sense after this bitch has died and come back to life <laughs> that's insane that's insane it, this is even the part still, that fucked me up even still he thinks she's alive. I'm going to go out on a limb, and it's not a limb, and out of the episode one and episode two, which was the whole series, I genuinely believe that was the most powerful moment of whenever oh, yeah, it showed absolutely. the picture. Dude, I lost my mind. End of the episode, it showed the picture of everything he asked. She was throwing up the hang loose. Yeah, and that's what Robbie was talking about a while ago. Like He was like, oh, if if I think I'm getting catfish, I'm going to get some some girl to throw up the peace sign, like send me a Snapchat of it. Throw up like, a, yeah. Literally, it was the same thing that just happened. So Robbie Robbie would have been fucking guilty of that. <laughs> it could have happened to Robbie. No, that's bullshit because Naya talked to that girl and got her to do that. Yeah. How crazy. I was like, okay, so into in episode picture, two. She's not cute, and I will no, stand no, that her. Yeah, that picture, that, I agree. Her Facebook pictures. Mm-hmm. She was a seven, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's how all women are, are on Facebook. And she, and but on that picture with the sign, she was a five. Yeah, she I was. agree. But I agree. No, it was her though. And so we knew it was her. And the first twenty minutes into episode two, it didn't say how they got the picture. And all I did the whole time, I was, I said, Lexi, they need to fucking say how they got the picture. Why ain't they said it? I need to know. I'm not gonna be able to fucking sleep. <laughs> uh, like, how did you get the picture? And they waited. They waited so long. They did. They had me on edge. That. They did their job. They did a documentary job. And so they get the picture. Uh, Robbie, what is uh, what was your thoughts? How they got the picture? How they got it? Yeah, you know, like I, I didn't even have a thought about it. I was like, they had to have reached out to the girl. I thought, you know, I lie, I lie. I generally, I, my wheels were turning, and I was like, I bet she paid for that. Okay, so when I first seen that picture, this was my immediate reaction. Okay, I thought that Renaya dolled herself up in makeup. And done that. <gasps> I swear to God on everything. That wasn't no mine. fucking that way. That wasn't mine. That, I, I love that. That's, no that's how shook we were. I like. I like. I it. was like, no way you went to that lean. So dawn yourself up. He, I was like, you did a great job. You actually look like a girl. Wow. I I thought my initial was, she called her. She found her, messaged her, and paid her to do this. I need you to take a picture. I'm gonna send you five hundred dollars. Don't ask no questions. I need you to throw up the hang loose, and I need you to do this and that, and write this on the paper. And but she, knowing her, oh Robbie, what? I mean, move on. What did you think? Uh, I I had absolutely no idea what the fuck to think. You messaged us in the group. Yeah, you were like, "Yeah, I was like, I was like, dude, I'm fucking mind blown." Like, yeah. whenever whenever that happened, like, I didn't even have a fucking response to anything that was going on. I really I thought- was so I was so fucked. Like my gears were turning so much that I was like, "Okay, here here's what could have happened." Then there's this that could have happened, but yet I couldn't fucking comprehend. I thought what it was the fuck a fucking was going dude on that- at all. I love it. I don't think that's the craziest. After everything we've seen, it's not the craziest take. I'm like, no way. But what if she would have been like, she went and got facial surgery. And dude, oh my God. Manta gets the the picture a month later and it's her. And like, like present time, I would have said, okay, she photoshopped that. But like, okay. if you're thinking back then. Yeah, like, you wouldn't think back then. Yeah. And, 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 and the picture was clearly her too, by the way. I mean, it, she looked not as attractive, but it was clearly her. Yeah. Enough to where I was like, what the hell? 
Like nowadays, it would be easy to Photoshop shit like that. But like back then, I don't know because I didn't really go through that. But like, could so, you Photoshop that fucking good back then? I think so. Yeah, there was there was okay. definitely Photoshop back then. So uh, I know that because everybody would get their senior pictures Photoshopped, and I'd be like, "Man, y'all are not that skinny in real life." What the? Hell? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, the three days later, he's standing on in New York City. For the Heisman Trophy presentation, one of the most prestigious awards in all of sports. Not just college, obviously college football, but one of the most prestigious awards in general. For the rest of your life, you are called a Heisman Trophy winner, and it is a prestigious club, a fraternity of men who all, they take care of each other. It's it's life-changing. Yep. And he's thinking, my fucking goddamn girlfriend that I've been crying about on the every single weekend of my life, every day of my life, on the on all sports platforms, just sent me a picture of herself, and I know that bitch was dead. Pet cemetery. Unreal. I was. I was. I mean, he's at the Heisman stage, dude. I. I, don't, I can't even imagine what was going through his mind. And they also interviewed him, and he had to double down. He said, "I could. I couldn't at the Heisman Trophy ceremony." Say, by the way, I just found out my girlfriend's alive. Dude, asked I would have. The they asked him about the dead girlfriend. I would have cracked. I would have. I could, I, could, I could not hold that. Like I can, I can hold water, but like I cannot hold that much fucking he, water. He would. He just. He like looked at whoever was interviewing him, Reese Davis, and was like, "Yeah, I just you know, I'm to keep trying to carry on every day." And he just got up on his phone. He's got a picture of her throwing up the hang loose. That's crazy. Probably made it his wallpaper. Oh, oh god damn! Probably was, bro, because no he was way. so stupid. Probably was. So, it, uh, so they end up losing the Natty to Bama. They lost forty-two to fourteen. No one was going to beat Bama. I know the Rashed story him. for the documentary. They portrayed it as, man, I just wasn't himself. He just was missing tackles. You know why he was missing tackles? Because Eddie Lacy was a goddamn monster. And he could not tackle Alabama and all those monsters. This is the same reason why Brian Kelly is no longer at Notre Dame. He made it to the show. And he made it to the playoffs. That's and he made it to the playoffs. He kept going to a gunfight with knives. So that's why our fearless leader is at LSU now. Why He's the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. He he went to the playoffs two out of the last four years. LSU's made it to the playoff once since it's been a thing. And, and, and he left. You know why he left? Because he wants the same weapons as Nick Saban. They only mentioned Brian Kelly's name once in the documentary. I appreciate that. Keep my boy's name out your mouth. It's my coach. I, li- I like the uh, when they're sitting at the table and you got Brian Kelly. And then you got Matt Teo, uh-huh. and then you got the defensive coordinator, the offensive coordinator right beside him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right beside him. I don't even like looking at him in Notre Dame anymore. It just pisses me off. Dude, I would love to ask Brian Kelly, like, one-on-one. What's your – What did you think about the Matt Teo thing? Like, if he'd have been on the documentary, dude. Real Sunday. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what. Shout out Level Up Gutters. They're sending us to the game. Robbie's going to get the Brian Kelly interview. I will do that. I'm going to throw him onto the field. He's going to go, <laughs> Brian. Brian. Got, yeah, he's going to have an uh, iPhone on 2% holding it in front of his face. <laughs> Brian, I asked your titties. Which oh, one? my God. I'm going to get trucked by Kaishan Boutte. Oh, yeah, you're going to get killed. Uh, Mason Smith would grab you and throw you back up with the bleachers. Okay, so they lost to Natty. No one was going to beat Mama. I don't care. It wasn't about his girlfriend. They weren't as good as Alabama. Any reasonable sports fan listener this knows that. Episode 2 is basically a breakdown of Deadspin releasing the story and how's world's forever changed. And the main thing that, one of the main things I'm taking away from this, and this is what Deadspins, even though they're considered a sketchy website, I genuinely think, and they said this, that the story was about how ESPN, NBC, CBS, Yahoo Sports, it don't matter, anyone on the planet, no one fact-checked a thing. All they did was, 
what sells? The girlfriend's dead. The girlfriend's dead. The grandma's dead. It's a good story. It's a good story. Click, yep. click, clicks. Mm-hmm. No one checked anything. How's that? How is that? Is that even possible? And, yeah, and the reporter was like, "Bro, if this was true, that would be fucking crazy." And he oh yeah, he did say that. Bro, the moment when they found out, oh, mm. they were like, "We are about to shake shit up." Yeah, and they didn't even have. Whenever they released it, they didn't even have all the details either. Nope. They were like, "Fuck it, we got enough. We're going with it. We're just gonna drop it." So, and another takeaway, and tell me if if I'm if I'm right or not. He he literally, Manta Teo, went from being the man everywhere he's ever went in his entire life, from him being in JUCO football, I mean, not JUCO, him being in Pop Warner football, to being in high school, to being in college, to being on the Heisman stage, to playing in the national championship. All he has ever been told is, you're the man, you're the man, Mm -hmm. you're the man, you're the dude, you're the goat, you're the best, you're the man, you're a legend, to everyone looking at him and laughing at him behind his back. Laughing stalk, pretty much. And... Y'all have to understand that he was, this was all happening while the major growth of social media, we didn't understand it at the time. We still don't really understand it, but better than 2012, Mm -hmm. social media is becoming a part of our everyday lives. It is a meme happens. Oh, and it goes viral. Funny. Out of nowhere from nothing can one picture. Now the whole world knows who you are because we all have video recorders in our pocket and we're all able to share with one another like... It was terrible timing for him, and it's ruined. It's his his stock is trending up after this because I think a lot of people feel bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but also you're kind of dumb. Agreed. That I'll give my final take in just just a second about that, and I want y'all's too. So he overall he got drafted 30th overall in the second round. That oh that pisses me off. A, a note I have is Naya cost him millions. Exactly. He was a projected after the national championship. They were like, hey, listen, you're going to go first round, not a big deal. Boom, the story happens. Uh, I believe he referenced that he got interviewed by all 32 teams. They all asked him if he was gay. Really? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Pretty sure he said that. So Nia, Nia literally fucked his brains out. Like, ruined his, ruined his, I wouldn't say ruined his college career because he had a, no, he didn't ruin he had a, he had a fabulous. Ruined season. his life after. Yeah, but like, going into the NFL, the important having part. that fucking shit on you, like, I can only imagine. Every interview you had at yeah. the Combine. They had to ask him, are you gay? Are you gay? Are you gay? Are you gay? Could you imagine on the 30th team, you're like, oh, my God. No, I'm not fucking gay. This bitch slapped the Jerry Jones with the yeah. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> okay, so I have a, uh, what I have now, I said, do y'all believe uh, it made him lose his confidence? And that was a reason why he was never like a true pro bowler or a true star in the NFL. I, we did find out he had a seven-year career in the NFL. In 2020, he was on a uh, – the practice squad for the Bears. At one year, he led the Saints in tackles. I did not know mm-hmm. that. Tackles for losses. But he never he, – he admitted it. He said when he was in the NFL, he felt nervous. He could never play free. He said he always felt like he was never himself The first that. three years. Correct. It was bad. He said he was just like it tingles all over his body. Yep. Do you all agree that being confident and being able to play loose and free, that this had him shook to where he was never himself again, and that's why he didn't succeed? Yes. Uh, I blame it completely on uh, Renau. Robbie? I don't think so. I mean, you're a professional athlete. You've gone through a lot of things. Your grandmother died. And, but this fake girlfriend that you didn't love, you or you did love, and she just ruins your whole fucking career? No, you're a professional athlete. You've been through adversity. You have to get through this too. I'm, Dude, I am on the fence about that. I can't tell if his talent just didn't translate like it didn't translate yeah, against Alabama. It or happened a lot. 
I'm a firm believer if you're not confident, it's a mental. I think most of professional athletes are all, when you get to that stage, you're all really, really like good. Like Johnny Manziel. You're dude awesome. was lights out in college. I've seen a lot of – The NFL blows up. What the fuck happened to him? I, I think that was definitely his uh, his discipline. I mean, there's stories about him not giving two fucks about practice and stuff like that. There's there's a lot that goes into it. I think I don't think it's as easy as that. There's a big skill gap. Big skill gap. And I can never tell if it was a big skill gap for Manti or he got really fucked up from that whole situation. I truly am on the fence about that. So, I'm going to end on this. We're 36 minutes in. That's perfect. Uh, I do feel bad about him having to endure the brunt of social media be, being a new and powerful and unknown thing because the wave of that whole lifestyle change of the of the rest of our life has all changed now from social media in 2012. Because, I mean, 2012 was iPhone 4s and 5s. You were just getting Facebook on your phone right before then. I had a Razor. There you go. Well, really? No. Well, I, had, I had like a little Blackberry. Like, Ooh, Blackberry. <laughs> That's a word I ain't heard in a while. So I do feel bad that he got the brunt of social media and this new wave of an unknown thing thrust upon him and got made fun of by every human on earth. It's tough. But I'm going to go off. We're wrapping up this episode right now with a tweet that Mr. J, my dear friend, for a uh, member of the team, winners win, sent me. It's from a guy named Young Person. His uh, Twitter handle was Eric Trillman underscore. He said, finish that man out, dog. And my takeaway was, he was just too polite and religious for his own good. If he would have asked for some nudes, once. <laughs> this never would have happened. This is winners win. So dirty jumper wet so I keep it clean.